Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And the place you are has nothing to do with prayer. A lot of people, you know, always say, well, you got to be here, and you got to do this, and you got to do that, and you got to do the other. Oh, you don't have to kneel. You don't have to stand. You don't have to be in church. You don't have to be in a prayer closet. You don't have to be in a prayer room. You can pray anywhere, anytime, any place, in any position. Flat on your back, standing on your head, walking on your hands, walking on your feet, rolling on the ground. Thank you for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. It's good to know you're back with us. We enjoy ministering to you through God's Word. Ken Hagan is continuing his great message, Prayer, the Power Plant of the Church. When we come back, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer, the Overflow Package. It's full of good things for you. Right now, let's join Ken Hagan for today's message. And they used to say to me, they said, Hagan, you pray funny. I said, what are you talking about? Well, it said, it sounds like you're just holding a conversation with God. I said, I am. I'm talking to my Heavenly Father, and I don't have to be, I don't have to be pious or pumped up or use a lot of, you know, protocol. See, when you come in to somebody that you know who they are, but you don't have a relationship with them, you, you have to stand on protocol, and you have to wait for them to acknowledge you and so forth and so on. But let me ask you a question. When you go ruin you as a kid, and even today as adults, if you want to talk to your father, your earthly father, you don't go down and wait for him to invite you. Okay, now, son, you can come in and talk to him. No, you go down there, you walk in the room. Hey, Dad, I need to talk to you a little bit. Hello? Is that right? Am I correct? Our Heavenly Father has given us the privilege to come boldly. We have an invitation to come boldly. You ever gone anywhere that you wasn't supposed to be there? Is it by invitation only? And you weren't supposed to be there, but you decided, a bunch of you guys decided you was going to go and you went anyway and you didn't have no invitation? You know, you get in there, somehow you got in, and the whole time you're in there, you're having to be careful that you don't get seen by the host or somebody that knows that you ain't supposed to be there or somebody that says, well, now, who are you and uh, what are your qualifications for being here? Uh, may I see your invitation, please? You're always skirting around here and skirting around there. Am I right or wrong? That's the way some people go into the throne room to pray. Hey, you don't have to. God said, come boldly into the throne of grace. You've got an invitation. You can walk right in and say, hey, Heavenly Father, now look, me and you need to have a good heart-to-heart -heart talk because i got a problem. And you know what? You got the answer. And I believe that when I talk to you about it, that you are going to cause the ministering spirits to go and to take care of that situation. Now that's somebody that has a relationship. That's somebody that understands his invitation. Now I want you to understand this. 
that your position and the place you are has nothing to do with prayer. A lot of people, you know, always say, well, you got to be here and you got to do this and you got to do that and you got to do the other. No, you don't have to kneel. You don't have to stand. You don't have to be in church. You don't have to be in a prayer closet. You don't have to be in a prayer room. You can pray anywhere, anytime, any place, in any position. Flat on your back, standing on your head, walking on your hands, walking on your feet, rolling on the ground. Hanging upside down. You can still pray. Hello. Now some people say, now we got to, and, and altars are fine. But you don't have to pray at an altar. You can make an altar wherever you're at. See, there are many places that you got to go. Now, you got to come right here and you got to need. And, and you know what? I see it happen right here in the church when we was having those prayer meetings on Monday night and now we change them Tuesday night. I'd see people and I'd see them get blessed praying at a certain place and the next time that they come back to pray, they'd run to that same spot. Oh, Lord. Because you see, they thought it was that spot. <laughs> that spot and got any more special anointing of God than this spot right over here does. And then, you know, some people, they just, they just be in here praying and we're going to pray all over this building in the balcony and everywhere. I see people sit on the pew. Oh, praise the Lord, glory, glory. Just worshiping God. God just bless them all over the place. The next time I see them come in and they come through the door, start, somebody's sitting in there where they got blessed. <laughs> You just see their face. <laughs> like there is something special about that one place. The Spirit of God is omnipresent everywhere all the time. And you can pray in a choir, the orchestra pit, the balcony, down here, the sound room, wherever, prayer room, wherever you want to pray, God will still meet you. You can pray in your car. Hello. Now we're just doing a little introduction here. Prayer is man on earth talking to God in heaven. That's what prayer is. No big fanfares. No whooping it up, just man talking to God on earth. Man's on earth, God's in heaven. Our communication. You want to see a move of God? You want to see a revival? Then let us begin to have persistent prayer. Persistent prayer. In Matthew 21, 21 and 22, we're going to continue talking about prayer. He said, Verily I say unto you, If you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if you shall say unto the mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. 
And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer believing, you shall receive. Now turn to Mark 11, 23. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Now, I want you to notice, talking about prayer, that there's power to move mountains. Now, he said here in 21, 21 of Matthew and in Mark 11, he said that this promise included that and more. It included all things. Now, look at this in 22 of Matthew 21. And all things whatsoever you ask in prayer believing, ye shall receive. And then Mark eleven twenty four says it this way. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. That's the counterpart. That's the two scriptures. And I want you to notice that both of them talk about moving mountains in the first verse of that, that we read, 21. And then 22 talks about praying. 23 in Mark 11 talks about moving mountains and 24 talks about praying. Now, you need to understand and learn the secrets about prayer and the power of prayer that can move mountains. Now, you may be in the biggest financial mess that you've ever seen. You may be sick. There may be a whole lot of other things that you're having problems with. But let me tell you today that you stand holding on with your fingertips to the very thing that will get you out of all of your problems. You hold the key of success. Not God, not anybody else. You have the power to move the mountains out of your life. Now, we need to learn the secret of praying. We need to learn the secret of moving these mountains. Just wishing that it will happen won't get the job done. Have you found that out? Just hoping that it will happen will not get the job done. Is that correct? Just sitting around thinking about it won't get the job done. You need to understand that if you're going to move the mountains in your life, the problems, whatever you want to call them, I'm just using a, a figure of speech here, calling it a mountain, but it can, you, can, you may call it a problem. If you're going to get these out of your life, you have got to learn the secret of asking God and expecting something to happen. If you ask, you shall receive. Is that not what he says? Now, probably the most common way after people pray, 
that they weaken their stance, they weaken their position, they weaken their chance for receiving from God. It is probably done when they do not begin to see an answer to prayer, they begin to assume that maybe it's not God's will to answer that particular prayer. That's probably the biggest hindrance to a lot of people. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Overflow Package. These tools are designed to lead you into the overflowing goodness of God where you're destined to live above life's limits. So if you feel like you've been missing out on God's best, you can change that. Call 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499. Or 1-888-FAITH-99 to order the overflow package. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We're going to be in Living Faith's Crusade October the 12th through the 14th at New Brunsville, Texas, Tree of Life Church. Pastors Don and Jessamy Duncan. And then we're going to go over to Seminole, Texas. On Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. That's right. October the 15th through the 17th at Family Harvest Church. Pastor Todd and Daphne DeLay. It's going to be a great time. That's Come out right. and be with us. We're originally from Texas anyway, uh-huh. so we grew up there. So yes. a lot of we know a lot of people in Texas. So come on out and be with us. That's right. Tomorrow, Ken Hagen continues his series on prayer, the power plant of the church. We'll pick up with this great message then on Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. 